I'm Maddie. And I'm Ryan. And this is the Mutant Ages. A show, a show where we review every adaptation of the X-Men. I was going to make a joke about how gay this specific episode of X-Men the Animated Series is, but I couldn't think of one fast enough. So now you I'm just saying to, it, stating it plainly. That's not really like up. a joke. That's more of like it's, it's a, a statement. It's a serious statement. Yeah. It's a completely dead serious statement. This episode is gay as hell. It's and very we gay. It. Back when we were young, we experienced a change. Also, I want to say that this episode, again, with everything else in season five, is just like weirdly lined up with the real world. I mean, I feel like that started in season four, I guess. Well, oh, because who really? even knows what season five is anymore? In my head, I was thinking season five was only the new animations, but you're counting season five as like the way we've been counting it, where the way yeah. that the episodes were originally aired, in which case I agree. Yeah, we started with the phalanx, which was right. the... A virus that was infecting the entire world. That what mm-hmm. came after that? There was all the stuff with enslaving storm, which came immediately after that, and we were like, uh, yeah, which isn't necessarily prescient or anything, but it was definitely a political and emotional series of episodes. And then, I mean, we had the Omega Red episode. That doesn't count for I anything. Don't know what the I don't know, fuck but we we did have was. like Nightcrawler's origin story, which I fe- again did. felt like dealing with Just a lot a of class and race issues. I know, that's my favorite episode of this show. And then, yeah, today, oh, we got yeah. to go back to World War Two. But what we really see of this is like military force and police brutality. That's what we get to watch yeah, this week. Yeah, I mean, it's Nazis. I mean, it's, yeah. it's the X-Men fighting Nazis. It and it's really fascism. is. I mean, honestly, I mean, the episode could be, it's like when we were, okay, so when the pandemic started and we were sitting there and we're like, this is really weird to watch the phalanx and this at the same time and it felt weird i mean it felt weird doing this too but this one's a little goofier in a sense that they get away from the streets after like five minutes and then it's like captain america captain america and logan flirting with each other in different catacombs (laughs) yeah so i mean mean, it's pretty uplifting i feel like it's also it definitely had me thinking back about like the way that world war ii is taught in schools like completely inaccurately where like america is always these big heroes in world war ii but that's who, a lot like, of american were history there all along somehow and like we're always fighting against the nazis unlike the reality where america was extremely reluctant to get involved didn't really do jack shit until the tail end of it and like a lot of other countries were helping out too before 
we ever got in there. But this episode kind of glazes over that and is like, Captain America punching Nazis in the face. Like, go, 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 America. And I was like, wow, remember the 90s? Well, there's, there's some lines <laughs> in here that are a little much, but at the same time, sometimes I actually agree with a little bit. And I'm like, because this version of Captain America is very much the Captain America that's also in the movies, because sometimes it's not that way. Sometimes well, Captain America, like the Ultimates version of Captain America was really... It was really like not putting America in a good light, which is fine because I think that's what the Ultimates was doing in general. Mm -hmm. But like Captain America from the MCU is very much like pro equality, fuck fascism. Boy Scout also, and he's very much the version that we're kind of seeing here. Right, whether you're like working within the system or outside of it. I mean, that's what's sort of interesting about the MCU version of Steve Rogers. Exactly, and this is very close to that, where it's kind of like I'm wearing this suit to represent people's freedom and the liberties and the equality that they deserve and fighting against the systems that don't work. And I was like, okay, I'm here for that a little bit, but then it's also Captain America. And I'm like, (laughs) I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I feel like the MCU actually did a pretty interesting thing by commenting on that. And by like having in the very first Captain America movie, Steve is like used as a prop essentially to represent America, like in the stage shows that they do. And I felt like that was a pretty interesting commentary on like what the comics used to be like and like the very like reductive version of Captain America that was just like us versus them, patriotism versus patriotism. And like, that's it, like very black and white. And like the movies kind of complicated that this version of Captain America in the episode doesn't really like it's still pretty straightforward it's like it is america Maybe, punching the nazis you know that's i, I kind of want us get. to that's that and that is who captain that's our favorite version of captain america sometimes like i don't know yeah i mean it's definitely cathartic and it is kind of like interesting that the person he's teaming up with is logan who's a canadian which is only actually mentioned once in this episode like at the very end but he's like a canadian special forces officer who's working with the United States okay, like he's wait, not on. American I just realized something again this whole thing revolves around Logan being like 50 60 years ago I was in World War II and I like forgot this and that yeah but like wait in he that shouldn't episode, remember it is that exactly, what you're about he to has, say yeah I, wait, maybe he doesn't wait hold on I might okay, be wrong no, he, Ryan, he does remember it he remembers all of it even though this is before Weapon X and he has all of these memories no I take this back because he's got metal claws no in the he's past. pre-Weapon X he's pre-Weapon X in this in World but War II but then why does he have metal claws because he's wearing claws that he puts on. Did you not realize that? Like he carries those claws around in his duffel bag and he puts them on like gloves. No, but then he also has his regular claws. No, in that. he doesn't. This is- I, I rewatched it multiple times because I had the same question. I was like, hold on a second. First of all, why does Wolverine have claws for Captain America in his duffel bag? <laughs> it was my first question. And then I realized the, the reason is because he's got claws for himself too. And they're like just lying around and he just puts them on. Like that's what Wolverine's powers are in this episode is he's oh got his healing God. factor. He can smell stuff and he wears claws like in addition to his other mutant powers. This this show can't keep straight anything that's going on with Wolverine's powers or his history. And I love X-Men the animated series, but you know, Wolverine, you're too fucking complicated, man, sometimes. I love you. I want you to I fuck know. me. But you like <laughs> please. I mean, do you even have amnesia? Who knows? I think he doesn't. According to this episode, it seems like he just doesn't have amnesia anymore because he can remember all of World War II. Like 
photo real like he remembers every single second of world war ii in this episode and has no problems with it no he doesn't doesn't have that was pre-weapon x like even according to the quote-unquote real comic book timeline of wolverine weapon x was after world war ii so like that's that i they're at least sticking with that but anyway, let's let's summarize the episode. That was yeah, enough of a that. previously on the X Men. I, I, I don't even think that was enough previously on the X Men. It was just bitching. Yeah. Also, I just want to point out: isn't that isn't X twenty three's story far more traumatic than like Logan's? And she's fine. Like she deals with it Which, just fine. Would we say that she's fine? I don't know that I. It okay, depends on who's fair. writing her. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I but I mean, like. I think she makes a better Wolverine than Wolverine sometimes. And I, I love Wolverine. I would agree Wolverine. with that. But I would also say that part of why that's true is because Wolverine as like an archetype is supposed to be a character who's deeply traumatized by like other people controlling them. And so X-23's storyline is like also Also that. trauma. Yeah, you know I what know. I mean? True. And so like she gets to be the gritty, grim, dark character because she's also had that same type of backstory even if it's not she served in world war one and then also world war two and then also like 60 canadian secret wars that nobody's ever heard about well also there's like, not a lot Logan. of moments where x-23 is dro- dropping to the ground and sobbing which is That's something Wolverine true. frequently does which is not a bad yeah, thing it's but. not anyway i don't know how we got out of that i don't know let's let's do this episode so let's cut to this cemetery that's in france by the way why the fuck is there a creepy baby face in the tree it's never explained i I don't know why it's there really it's the very opening (laughs) shot it's like a close-up of the tree and there's some creepy face in the tree i think it's supposed to be like a carving or something but it's like why I didn't Why is notice that, here? that? I hope you weren't just seeing things. Um, <laughs> no, no, wait. Maybe this is like a thing in France. I don't even know. Uh, people can write in and let us know if the French carve babies into trees. I have been <laughs> there. I don't remember seeing I mean, any of that. It's on par with, I don't know, yeah, butter dishes and swamp ladies. I don't know. See, now I'm opening the episode to look to make sure I'm not crazy. You have me question <laughs> myself. Well, I didn't see it, whatever it was. Oh, Okay. I'm just gonna screen for this and put it into Slack for you right now. So I believe you. you. I just no, didn't see it doesn't it. matter. It's in Slack just, now. I must have just blinked and not noticed it. Okay, that that is really creepy. Why okay, is that there? <laughs> is that in a tree? Oh, or is it that's to be not a, a tree. That's a tombstone. Oh. It looks like a tree, though. Look at. Th- okay, yeah. get it. It's okay, a really so close it's supposed up to be a, like an angel's face. I'm glad we're devoting so much time to this. I mean, it's actually, now that I'm looking at it, it's, it's a very well, illustri- it's creepy, but it's also really well animated. It is. I mean, the animation is totally different looking and I'm still kind of getting used to that. Like Logan just looks like a different person. He and does. I he looks like a gargoyles character again. Yeah. It's, it's just like this loopier, like softer, more cartoonish animation almost. It's, it's weird. I don't know how to I describe it. I just love it. that we've hit like season five and we both have just completely lost it with this show we're like what the fuck happened it's like like three episodes to go they're gonna have completely different animation like different stories i don't even know anymore what this show cortez comes back he's like apocalypse to go to me because he said he wanted to be inside me but i I thought he wanted to be inside me i don't know i still don't know why that episode happened just i don't know we're never gonna find out anyway let's keep on this episode at least feels like it's on par with like the rest of the show i think that's fair to say i think so too like the politics of the 
episode like it's it's anti-cops it's against nazis like it's positioning logan as a character like against uh those forces and i feel like that makes sense for the show and the kinds of commentary it wants to make so like at least that i was like okay we're back to we're back to something when it comes to we're back to logan being logan because he's brooding at a gravestone in this he's out and he's talking out loud but not to beast on skype this time it's just to himself To, to no one but there are these three soldiers who are wearing like they're much older they're like i think supposed to be significantly older than they look because they fought in world war ii and it's the 90s now so they're probably like 90 themselves i don't fucking know so they're all hanging out by a grave and they're like you know saying their blessings to whoever died at this grave and they're looking back on it presumably one of their buddies from the war we find out who it is much later and then one of them is like cool let's go to a bistro and buy a round and this is when i figured out it was paris because nobody in america says let's go to a bistro and buy a round and i was like great these guys must be in europe (laughs) yeah logan is in the background dressed like a ninja turtle as we always say on this show in the sense that he's just wearing a trench coat he's borrowed beast's trench coat at this point yes and he's got his like little tufts of devil hair like peeking up out of the trench coat and then one of the soldiers walks up to him and is like it can't be and then recognizes him and is like it's you and logan quickly like distances himself from it and is like uh, I don't know you. What can I do for you? Yeah. And then the guy is like, oh, I thought you were somebody I knew for a second. A guy I served with back in the big one. We're doing our 50th. There's no way you could have been old enough, but he sure could have been your father or something. And then he Logan's walks like, away. Yeah, or something. Yeah, because clearly it's him. I mean, I the know, guy and Logan, after they leave, Logan's like, talking himself Ernie. yeah because he clearly knows the guy and he's like i'd love to join you at that bistro but i don't think you'd quite understand i know there were heroes but i kind of feel like logan these are just a bunch of logan's exes that showed up and like is that logan and he's like nope no not, i don't know, don't know you what you're talking about <laughs> you, you know how funny is it that he doesn't age and so like if he had all these exes they could be like is that logan he's like nope, nope. Just his son. I definitely didn't fuck you. We don't need to walk down memory lane. I don't know who you are. And they're like, like, okie dokie. Part of my headcanon that the amnesia is fake too is that Logan's just like, ah, (laughs) I'm really traumatized and I definitely don't remember. I don't remember any of you. you Are you sure? That was why I didn't ever get back to you after our third date. Okay, but Logan isn't the one who dumps people. Everybody dumps Logan. (laughs) That's true. Like, it's not like he's the one not calling people back. He's the one. And is also like, kind of not over him that's usually the the, the archetype that we see on this show is that even yeah, though he's people a, dump him they can't get over him right exactly anyway so anyway logan starts screaming crazily at the gravestone he does. so the grave is like, andre cocteau who's a character who was invented for this episode by cocteau. the way cocteau. and logan is like how dare you kick it before i could get my hands on you you cheated me old man you cheated me of vengeance and you stole the joy of paris from me forever which is a funny line for a lot of reasons because even logan himself admits in the next line which is voiceover in 1944 in paris there wasn't that much joy to be had but then like looking back on the episode i'm like i guess logan means the joy that he had with captain america like there isn't really another thing that that could be in reference to right like right it's not like he's talking about taking joy in fighting the nazis he's taking joy in the fact that he met captain america and he got to like finally have sex with that guy i guess yeah 
yeah i don't I know mean, or i don't know he's it's funny because he's that's true he's like fantasizing about captain america he's it's all cute. like oh it's captain america it is yeah okay so anyway and so logan is like i was working for the intelligence boys at oss back then which by the way i looked this up that's the office of strategic services with the cia so that's what the united states and i was like that's weird i don't know why a canadian uh, uh black ops whatever. soldier would be working with the united states but it's at least conceivable that that would have happened so i was like sure whatever so logan well, i think is, we were intervening with yeah well i mean canada was, was on the side point. of the allies as well so that tracks i mean it's like yeah. believable that maybe logan as like a special forces opera officer with like his own superpowers would be working with another american who has superpowers which is captain america also it looks like batman the animated series in this entire scene because it's like logan running across rooftops like batman dressed in all back i actually wrote like catwoman but i mean maybe <laughs> batman is more accurate i don't know i think you can, catwoman you can is pick. more accurate because logan is wearing a skin tight bodysuit and a black hat for all and he's of got this. like a whip yeah you know he's got a whip uh, he's the, being very sexy but he's also being like his short super muscular self so it's yeah like he's also really bad at doing to this by the way in this outfit and he is super bad at it he falls. he's like jumping off rooftops he's doing this little parkour trick and he doesn't even make it and then like a rock falls off the yeah, i don't know some debris falls off the, the roof. ss officers so there's a bunch of nazis patrolling the streets because this is occupied france so it's like germans have occupied it under their fascist rule and the french are living in terror every day that's the time period yes. we're in so the ss officers are looking around and they're like oh hey there must be somebody on the roof like let's let's get him and then they're like start shouting at logan like surrender immediately you have five seconds and luckily there's like a dove that lands next to logan and so he like throws a pebble at it so the dove flies away in front of the ss officers and then they're like oh ha 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 it was just a bird there must not be anybody up on the roof after all and they like make a joke that the dove is an american spy as they're like walking away which yeah this was around when i was like oh are we gonna pretend in this episode that the americans were the greatest threat to the nazis during this time period like that's who they would I mean, be that's saying that's the kind that of thing that of. happens in but these 90s cartoons this is a I don't show know. by americans for americans and it is it really is and uh, we've talked about this on the show in the past where a lot of our american history is rewritten to make us sound like heroes and we didn't realize that in high school until like i didn't or sorry, realize, we didn't realize that like in middle school, school until the internet yeah the internet came that. around and we're like i didn't start reading too. like more so history really, books until after high but school but also like well it's not also not our fault because a lot of that is not easily oh, well it wasn't easily acceptable in the u.s to find that information we had these altered text it was like basically like you know like there's a thousand versions of the bible and then we have a thousand versions of history in america and then like there's some basis the one that we're taught is not it like i i feel like the the internet does talk about what happened but it's always like at the end they're like and then americans were great and it's like no (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh logan is up on this roof and then he hops on down from it once the ss officers have walked away he goes towards a bakery and then he knocks rhythmically on it and then this blonde woman opens the door and they exchange these code phrases so that she'll let him in and yeah the woman's like the knight has eyes and logan's <laughs> like but the eyes of liberty never sleep which isn't cool sounding like i don't know it's not also like 
does she do this when anybody knocks on yeah, the door? She like, opened up and says the night knocks, has eyes, and then the when they eyes? like immediately realize she's a spy because yeah. she's saying this like ridiculous sentence I in know. English in France, by the way. Yeah, I I had to just assume that she was actually speaking French because otherwise it was going to drive me crazy. I mean, same goes for the SS officers. Like, no, they but must she's have been not speaking German, right? Because she why is, would they be yelling yeah, well, at Logan in English? That makes well, no sense. Well, they're not though, because then there's scenes here with like that kid that they save. Like, shortly he is from speaking now french like full-on french and uh, i, I just know. i don't know i was like whatever i'm just gonna believe that everybody's speaking the right languages here because if i think about it too hard it's not gonna make the, any you're, fucking you're, you're sense right. and also but there's just like a lot of sentences where they'll be like that's the correct way to go logan we and it's like okay <laughs> yeah she does uh, anyway. that she's like enter quickly monsieur welcome monsieur Monsieur. i am justine and then she goes freedom has need of you which i watched twice because i thought that was a weird thing to say and it that is, is it's a weird thing to say. And then Logan goes, when She's already like it? all over him, I by know, the way. I know, I know. He walks out the door and she's like caressing his she's chest. Like, and she's oh like, oh my gosh, come I want to fuck me. this guy so bad. <laughs> I, maybe Logan has like Stacey X's powers where his pheromones are just so mutated that whenever people see it, they're like, man, we need to just fuck that guy right now. Yeah, I, I guess so. So anyway, she pushes know. a bookcase out of the way and then a staircase is below them and they climb down there. Yeah, it's a very Legend of Zelda. It it is, point. except Link's uncle isn't down there dying, like we said last time. Um, <laughs> There's no guy down there with a sword being like, here, take this, it will help you. Instead, they give you, like, Captain America. Yeah, not yet, though. So the guy that's there is Sawyer. Happy Sawyer, Logan calls him, and he's like, Captain Sawyer to you, only my men get to call me happy. And Logan's like, yeah, I can see why, because the guy's, like, happy. very cranky. Happy. It's actually happy from the MCU. Yeah, no, it isn't. <laughs> no, that would be really <laughs> weird. That's actually who that character was based on. No, it's not. So then Sawyer pulls out some maps and he's like, here's where you're going. It's called the Chateau de Moor. And Andre Cocteau is a scientist who's essential to our side and he's being held here. And it's on a remote mountaintop. It's really hard to get to. You got to get Cocteau out of there. And if you can't, silence him which i was like damn that's pretty dark like that's like this scientist I, is essential saying. to your side and you need to either rescue him or if you can't rescue him fucking murder him because he has important information like that is wild especially given what happens in the rest of the episode but i don't know right um so then sawyer's like your backup will be en route and logan's like backup i work solo and sawyer's like trust me logan this guy's really hot and you're gonna want to meet him and logan's like fine and then he storms off but then justine stops him really quickly in the door and she's like let's make out really quick also by the way the scientist is my father and logan is oh, like oh my god great which i thought was a pretty funny response because like this this is like such an x-men the animated series thing where yes. everyone's like somehow related to the villain of the episode or or the hero in this case as far as we know he's a hero is this the scientist character it's just like why this woman does not matter or need to be in the episode and i think she's only there to make it seem straight because if she's not there then it's too gay i guess i don't know i don't know i mean like i really don't know what sort of purpose she serves she keeps on being like oh monsieur logan oh i'm all hot and wet for you and it's like okay calm down but i she's mean never i'm gonna hot be and wet for him there too again like this is the she's well, she only is, in this briefly. scene and then she's at the very end so it's like a classic x-men tas thing where like a female character is thrown at one of the male characters really quickly and then they just fade away into the background never to and be we seen never again. see them again again i know oh wait okay so after look at those little fit about that she's gonna have backup mm -hmm. they go outside right yep. 
and there's a child stealing a baguette and they're like the baguettes hurry up yeah and then the cops this is when the cops are like yeah you are out past curfew and they just start shooting at him which is a little too real it is i mean hey if we lived in a fascist occupation this is what day-to-day life would be like folks and there are only a few people in our country who want that let's keep protesting (laughs) yeah let's keep protesting logan immediately attacks the ss officers he tackles them they yell stop and he's like you and what army and then a bunch more nazis come out and he's like stupid question which i was like yeah logan it is no he also has a line where he's like what's wrong punks run out of kids to rough up which yeah. i liked that line too it was kind of cathartic to see these military police come in and start going after a child for being out after curfew and shooting at him but and then, then having somebody with like show up yeah, yeah and they come up <laughs> and they like beat the shit out of them and it's like it's where are nice. these people yeah so. if only if only somebody with logan's powers and captain america's powers were to work together so then captain america's shield whirls onto the scene swirls around hits everybody knocks them all out captain america's like need a little help friend and then the ss officers are like put him down like the dog he is and then captain america's like better men than you have tried and they've all failed and it's like very victorious and badass and then he and logan kick a bunch of ass and they stand back to back there's a a lot of that in this there's like a lot of fighting in this episode yeah it's pretty there's like there's like a one point when they get to the castle right and like yeah I would say there's it's like 10 every other of, shot of them punching Nazis. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's funny because every other shot are more Nazis running in through a different doorway and like each time Red Skull's like, ha ha ha. And I was like, <laughs> how, many, how many people are here like on this one base? 6,000 Nazis just in the chateau, but we're not there yet. We're not even there yet. But like, I'm going to say this is reoccurring throughout the episode. Yeah. Uh, so I then, like the part where Captain America turns to Logan and he goes, by the way, I'm Captain America. Yeah. And we're like, obviously and logos is like really i could have never guessed yeah then he winks at cap and like licks his lips a little i you know. know and in his voiceover he's like i couldn't believe it mr usa rubber suit and <laughs> I know, all he was so excited Sawyer was right this partner i liked but logan like in out loud keeps pretending he doesn't like captain america which is like well, gay as fuck i don't know that's I liked logan it a for lot. you i like i did too i liked that we got to hear logan's voiceover being like captain america's really fucking hot but then out loud he's like hey you look so stupid it's like really <laughs> Which, funny it's so logan but then there's also like this 3d animation of captain america's shield that whirls in I this know. is around the time that spider-man the animated series had started so they had just discovered 3d animation yeah. on top of 2d animation so that's what's happening here yeah and they're at the bottom of this cliff that has a castle at the top of it this is the castle that's gonna have like a million cops in it yeah uh i don't know how or why because it turns out that it's just a lab so really it's even more absurd yeah i guess the nazis just really wanted to protect this lab which i i kind of understand if red skull is there like they're like yeah we got to protect our key asset i don't know anyway i don't know so cap is like this place is sealed sealed tight we're gonna need a can opener to get inside and logan's like no can opener but these might do and so this is where he takes out the claws that he gives to himself and to captain america which they're not yeah. part of him. They're just. I thought additional. he still had his bone claws because those are his act. That's he part should of his have mutation. his bone claws. He should have it, but for some reason in this episode he never uses them. He puts on these additional claws over his gloves. If you watch it again, you'll notice it because again, I like watched this a, f- a couple times because I was like, "What is happening right now? Like, does Logan have claws or not? He doesn't." So <laughs> they use the claws to climb up the rocks. 
Cap at one point is like looking at Logan's ass and saying, I like your style. And then Logan's like, wish I could say the same. Or'd you get that star spangled monkey suit? Fatigues would be a lot less obvious. And Captain America's like, but I'm more than just a soldier, Logan. This costume makes me a living symbol of everything we're fighting for. A symbol of pride, of hope. And Logan goes, you wouldn't catch me in something like that. It's got to itch. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Logan, you're trying to flirt so badly and it's it's fine it's it's adorable i kind of agree with logan though like captain america definitely sticks out like a sore thumb on the battlefield even though he's supposed to be a symbol of american uh pride and justice um so they get to the castle they immediately run into like six billion nazis yep this is like this is like the the waves of waves of endless nazis yeah that's going to be that for the rest of the episode so then when they get inside they see this scientist guy who's building this robot which will come back later and then a couple more Nazis see them. It kind of looks like the robot from Thor a yeah, little bit. Yeah, or it looks kind of like a stormtrooper from the original She-Ra. It's like got a yeah. weird round head. I don't know. It It's just a robot. It's a Cylon, basically. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it does look kind of like a Cylon. It's a very, very tall, big robot. So then um, Cap throws his shield at the SS officers who are guarding this robot and then Andre Cocteau, the doctor, professor. They call Cocteau. him a doctor and they also call him a professor. Those I aren't the same that. thing. And I was like, who is he? And then another point, so like, he's also a scientist. I'm like, he, what, what is he? I think he's just a doctor, but they're just still calling him a professor. That's but why like, Professor Xavier what, is not a doctor, is because he's right. not qualified. He isn't qualified to do any kind of therapy on anyone. As a medical <laughs> professional. That's a very good point. Anyway, this guy actually is a doctor, or at least I think he yes. is, because people keep calling him that except they also keep calling him professor anyway the professor slash doctor yells who are you at them and cap is like we're friends we're come to save you and then he the doctor refuses to go with them and logan's like come on your daughter's waiting to see you again and the doctor's like you don't understand you have to leave me here before dot 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 and then logan does this like weird vulcan death grip motion that like causes the doctor to pass out even captain america's like what the fuck yeah, was like, that? And Logan's doing? like, don't worry about it. It's <laughs> yeah. something I learned. And it's like, but what, what did you when, do? Why? Like, when I, and why? I, I don't know. I don't know. I think he's just supposed to like ha- be using some cool ninja move that he learned in Japan or something. Like, I don't know. I didn't know what we were supposed to make well, of that. Did, yeah, well, who knows? Because I think that's later in time that he goes to Japan. Oh, so who fucking knows? You think? Okay. Yeah. I don't. I, dude, this show makes no sense. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> at least with Logan's history anyway. But yeah. this is also when like the alarm goes off and then more Nazis yeah, bust like out of doors and shit. Nazis show up after the alarm goes off, just like Nazis on Nazis on Nazis. They know exactly where they are yes. for some reason. And there's like a and screaming get... alarm blaring out. And so then the soldiers I, yeah. all kidnap Cap and Logan. And Logan is like, I'd just like to get my hands on whoever set off the alarm. And then who should appear but Red Skull emerging from the shadows to go, you've already had your chance, yeah. little man. He sounds like Skeletor. And I was like, you know? what's happening? And he also is like got his hip like his hand on his hip and he's Cocked. like super gay in this yeah. so also, gay his head is so big which is like a weird thing to say but like for somebody who's supposed to just have a skull i but don't maybe know. that's just because it's like this show has suddenly animated everybody's yeah, proportions I think that's part completely of it. incorrectly i, think I don't know i think that's a huge part of it he just looks a little bit more cartoonish and like not very scary so, he does it but the only thing he even does here is like the next scene is Red School just putting Captain America and Logan into bondage. Yes. And he's like, I want to find out what the cocks looks like later. <laughs> and then he like leaves. And it's like, 
They're like, I didn't know, like, if it was really Red Skull, he would have killed them. Yeah. But this person of Red Skull just wants to tie them up so he can kind of torture them and, like, suck their dicks. Yeah, like, okay, so Red Skull puts them in a torture chamber with, like, medieval torture devices, basically. He so does. he's, like, he, okay, he's Captain got, America to a They're rack. super gay. Yeah, yeah, the rack has, okay, the rack has Captain Spikes America's on legs. It. Yeah, spread. No, but it also says it's, like, his legs spread. They have Logan hanging with his legs spread. And I was like, Why? okay, he's just gonna fuck them? I don't know. Yeah. Because, like, why else is he keeping them there? But then it doesn't even matter because captains are like... So for some reason, Captain America thinks that if he, if he has his shield, he can get out of his restraints, which is not how anything works. Yeah. And it's also not how what happens. It but isn't. instead, we have this absurd scene, which is actually really cool to watch, know, where Logan cool. starts swinging like a trapeze yeah. on his bondage gear, yep. kicks the, the, the shield off the table, which frisbees around off the walls, eventually cutting Logan free... And that's how Logan frees Captain America is because he walks over and just like Puts undoes the restraints. So he walks over to the table, which this is part of how I was like, they're definitely additional claws is because all of their weapons oh. are on the same table, including Logan's claws. So you he walks over to the table and puts here. them on. What if he does have his claws, but he's not showing them because he doesn't want Captain America to know he's a mutant? Because I mean, especially be back then. Yeah. Yeah. Because back then there wasn't even anybody... It's like the whole gay thing. Like in the 1940s, there were not like bounds of people coming out and saying that they were gay. It was right. like almost unheard of at that point. And so, at this time I period, mean, we know that being a mutant was like more rare and considered much stranger and like scarier. Yeah, so exactly. So he definitely isn't showing that to Cap. And I mean, as far as Cap knows, Wolverine doesn't even have a healing factor or anything like that doesn't really come up at any point either. No. Wolverine just seems like a super strong guy who happens to have these surprisingly strong uh, claw hand weapons that he can like lend around to people which because they're probably still adamantium i don't know where he got them but whatever um so then logan frees cap and he's like you know what i like about this setup the odds are about a hundred to one against us and then cap goes they don't have a chance and i was like you guys just contradicted each other but it was cute so i'll take but it it's cute i'll take it too yeah. and then wait this is when they st- i don't I thought they were going to sneak in on Red Skull and the nope. scientists talking, but they don't. They just, they just walk into the room. <laughs> they like run in. I was like, what? why don't either of these have, these characters don't have any spy skills. What the hell? Yeah. So they charge in and they also overhear them being like, Red Skull being like, thanks, honey, to the scientist. He's <laughs> yeah. like, thank you for setting off the alarm. I am glad that you're committed to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like very much like very gay. And then Logan's like jumps out from behind a pillar. He's like, Fuck you, scientist. And yeah. like, this is like where we find out that the doctor was apparently secretly on Red Skull's side the entire time and was building this robot. I mean, we already knew he was building the robot for Red Skull, but like now we know he set off the alarm and we're like, oh, this wow, is, okay. what a piece of but shit. But this is like, <laughs> this is like Red Skull summons more soldiers again and they start firing at Logan and Captain America. And then just in case it's not enough, there's another scene directly after this where more soldiers also run in and start firing at them. Yeah, you and know Logan what's interesting America, about this though? I think this is the first time we've ever had real bullets on this show like ever. i thought that too i was like before it was all lasers yes. and shit and, now- and for this scene they can't do that like they they cannot show 1944 germany and have them be shooting laser guns maybe oh, no, red skull could have a laser gun but not the nazis they're just shooting well i definitely rifles. want to see that as a cosplay like yeah. a super flamboyant red skull with, with a like a gun? galaxy pew, yeah pew. galaxy quest one <laughs> yeah. i don't know yeah that would and be then, great so anyway more soldiers come out and then captain is like 
I don't even know. He goes to fight Red Skull, but it kind of almost is like saying that he wants to fuck Red Skull. Yeah, I don't he's know. like, I'm saying- leave Red Skull to me. And like Logan's in the background fighting like 60 Nazis by himself. And Captain America and Red Skull are just like wrestling gaily. They're wrestling gaily on the floor. And they're yeah. like, oh, you can't get my clothes off. No, I'm going to be the top man. And I was like, what is happening? I don't so know. meanwhile, the sci- Red Skull's like, turn on the machine. And the scientist is like, no <laughs> and i was just like why is i i, I know that magneto is literally a child at this point but i really would love to do a magneto time travels back to see red school this? and just kills him and yeah. all the nazis just because Magneto just walked in the room and just killed everybody really quick it's, it's i mean it is carthetic to see i don't know wolverine and captain america punching the police or you know whoever in the face but it's not as good as the idea of magneto, magneto coming back it? and yeah. just like killing all these nazis that would be way more interesting to me than whatever this like gay shit that red skull and captain america are doing on the floor <laughs> while logan does like 50 backflips over nazis oh who there's like i don't know there's like 200 nazis all shooting their guns at logan and captain america but neither none of them can hit them i know i know like logan just keeps backflipping around and like avoiding it, it of, somehow oh my god did you ever play resident evil code veronica the one where like alfred's in it and he keeps on trying to shoot claire and he yes. keeps missing yes. and he goes on for like 20 minutes it's kind of like that <laughs> yeah so anyway um after all that gay shit happens the robot <laughs> gets awakened and it like starts attacking everybody the robot has a machine gun arm and then captain america uses his shield to cut off one of the robot's arms and then logan manages to cut off the other one with his adamantium claw hands and then he like leaps up onto the robot and he like cuts open its torso and captain america throws a shield in there and they defeat the robot all of that takes like maybe 20 seconds like it takes almost no time at all and at first i was like uh, that's kind of weird that the robot is so shitty but then later on yeah. i was like maybe it was intentional like we can talk about that when know. we get there but i, I was mean, like I, I don't i think maybe who fucking cares who fucking my knows? my it's a conclusion there well so i don't know it's funny because captain america like knocks out both its arms and then logan just scratches at it for a really no, no, long time Logan manages to knock off one of its arms i think i think uh, yeah, cap but, only no. gets one i don't know oh maybe you're right i don't know it just looks like logan's scratching at it until eventually gets the core open in which captain america throws the shields directly oh, through the yeah. robot i mean cap and then is red definitely skull, the hero of this episode with no that he shield. is a red skull is lost like <laughs> captain america and i was like why is he catra what's happening and yeah. then captain america turns around winks at the camera and he goes the bigger they come and i was like this is so gay yeah i know <laughs> and then the ceiling just starts collapsing like out of well, okay. nowhere i think what was happening is that they were being bombed yes i figured that out way later like after well, they meet the I, american soldiers who were like you're welcome but like during well, the I mean, scene i was like what the yeah. fuck is going on i just assumed that's what was happening well, because they were all like we have to go and they so all the nazis run away all like 675 of them yeah. and also red skull captain america's like no red skull can't leave without giving me a good bye kiss and so he starts running after red skull the roof collapses in on captain america but logan screams no and And then he goes to save captain america lands on top of him and they like have their romantic kiss on the ground as like the fire and the ceiling debris falls behind them in slow motion they're like I loved you all along. Yeah, and then they run outside, and then they jump on top of um, Red Skull's plane, and then and this part is crazy. 
crazy. Like the I don't plane know. takes off and they are flying away, clinging to the plane. And then shocking no one, they fall <laughs> off the plane and they probably would have fucking died. Except okay, they but happened like, to land in a bale of hay. <laughs> Which is at a wagon that then goes down a hill for several minutes and until they jump off it. It's supposed to be a comedy beat. Like, it's supposed no. to be scary. It's and supposed serious. to be scary. They fall off the plane into this wagon of hay that goes down a hill at full speed and then they jump out because the wagon, which is unattended, by the way, yeah. flies off a cliff, cliff into a ravine. Yeah. And I was like, what, what the hell was all of that? <laughs> And then it's like still dramatic music and Captain America's like, I promise well, you, Skull, there will be a next time. And I'm like, what oh, the fuck just happened? I, I don't even know, but I have to I do have to make mention that all the scenes where there's Nazis beating the shit out of civilians or shooting at Wolverine and Captain America, it's like really terrifying because they're like, You're past curfew, shoot him and then the music and then it's like this terrifying scene yeah. where they're shooting at children and the music is like I'm like, okay, like you can't like put this goofy music here like it doesn't work it's like fascist occupation music is happening and it's like <laughs> yeah, okay I mean, show but i you know is- it's clearly this show was made to be watched in the 90s like during a time when people well, were thinking about the, fascism in like, the same way they were they like how are now. we gonna make a, a cartoon episode about fascist nazi well, germany for children kind they're of like fun. well they're like well why don't we just do like a blow by blow what happened and just put like like the benny hill themes over it yeah. and it's like it's like no yeah i mean i think it's also very comforting to imagine somebody like captain america existing and like to also instead of having like actual adolf hitler you have a character like red skull who's like this more goofy skeletor like character in this i mean version. that's the way present him in this right, at least where it's very like it's sort of like the real conflict, but like a more palatable version of it all the way through where it's like, oh yeah, there were SS officers like walking through the streets, like patrolling everybody's doors and making sure nobody left or like ever helped anybody out. And like, it was terrifying, yeah. but it was terrifying, Captain America's but... there. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's yeah, like... that's pretty much what's happening. Yeah. And so anyway, Captain America's soldiers, I forget their names, but they're I actual characters. Yeah, yeah, from the comics. I guess they're, I guess you're right. I guess they're supposed to be the same three soldiers from the beginning beginning i just put that together i'm so dumb anyway those guys Uh, i don't don't actually know if it's them but i do know it's the same characters that show up in the movie because they're actual characters for the comic books it's got the guy with the mustache and like it's like it's you know how in the movie captain america has has like like the five yeah yeah but they're all from different countries or whatever and that's the whole deal those are actual characters from the comic books and that's who's here right now i don't remember their names because completely honest with you i find captain america like pretty one of the most boring characters in the comic books but I, you know chris evans makes them really yeah, endearing so I mean, like i've, I've been i've been Avengers turned towards him and there there's some interesting caps well, there's, but- there's there's some good captain america stories where they are good where it's like captain america goes badass and he does fight fascism and that kind of shit is awesome or when he's like i would go like fight the own cops in our own country i love those comic books too but those are kind of very few and far in between with because like he just kind of gets sucked into whatever weird shit the avengers are doing yeah and i mean especially in this time period like a lot of this show is basing it on comics where captain america is pretty straightforward i mean this episode is like about the most straightforward possible squeaky clean version of captain america and that's that's what these soldiers represent too is like the allied forces are there they're helping out they run run in they run in and they say that thank like you're welcome that we bombed this the castle yeah look is pissed because he's like this mission was a failure we didn't get red skull or the machine and captain america's all like 
yeah, but like we destroy the robot and destroy the lab. And in this kind of war, you have to take that as a win. Yeah. Which is such a bullshit answer that he gives him considering what they Logan ends up finding out. I which know. I this whole this whole this is where I'm just like this whole episode sucks. Because <laughs> like <laughs> So Logan's like basically like, yeah, but war ain't over until I find Cocteau and make him pay. So flash forward to Logan who's at the gravestone. He's been standing here for like fifty fucking years or something. Yeah, He's still traumatized by this. I don't know why this is like I mean Logan carries a lot of trauma. Um which but it's is kind interesting of not because believable that this would be the thing that would stick with him forever. I mean, I guess it's believable. Yeah, but this it's isn't like, really anything that necessarily even happened to him. He was just there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And so anyway, like he's at the grave, and then Justine walks over, but she's like seventy-five yeah. now. Yeah. And she's like, "It's me, oh, Justine. It's me, Justine. Do you still Justine. think I'm hot? Hello. Je anyway, you don't know the whole story because none of us decided to tell you at any point." <laughs> And Logan like, is like, what? what? And she's and this like, whole scene is my absurd because was no traitor, but a carefully placed double agent working for the Allies. And Logan's like, if he was on our side, why were we sent to rescue him to risk our lives? And Justine's like, to make his defection appear more convincing. Thanks to your failed rescue, my father worked behind enemy lines for the rest of the war, sabotaging their research. He delayed completion of their V2 rockets. He's helped there stop the There was no bomb. reason for this. Okay, yeah. you know what? It's like, they were like, well, we're just going to some Wolverine Captain America to fight a bunch but of Nazis to make it tell look Captain like Captain America what's going on and we're not going to tell uh, the Canadian it, well, guy obviously Justine anything. Justine could have told her that told him that as soon as he walked in the fucking door and also like what kind of bullshit is that they're like we really need to sell that this guy's a spy so let's go and break in and try and attack him and rescue him without telling them what we're doing which honestly that is probably some bullshit the military would do I, but that like, was the part of it that I do feel like is realistic sadly I mean I feel like the CIA has done plenty of weird and botched missions and like yeah. if you look into the history it's like what the fuck were we doing most of the time like I know but that's like how I felt with this and I was but just like that so, was part of why at the end of the episode I was like yeah that does seem like some stupid shit we would it really done. does because like, just Logan's bringing just, in a Canadian spec ops guy who barely telling him anything at all by the way Logan has superpowers I presume the CIA knew that or else <laughs> why would they have fixed him up with Captain America and been like these two guys can definitely handle it which by the way they absolutely could they clearly like cleared the mission they did everything right so that part you know everybody did a good job enlisting the right people to do the mission that's fine but like why not tell logan everything and what i said to you before i recorded know. it was that i was like so maybe it was because logan like is the way that he is he doesn't trust anybody and they didn't feel like they could trust logan as like a person and so they were just like logan's kind of a wild card like maybe we don't know if we can trust this guy let's just tell him the bare minimum of information but at the very I don't least know. At it's the still end kind of a of shitty mission, thing to do like at the end of the mission they should have told him what the fuck was going on yeah why did she have to come up to him like 50 years 50, later by coincidence to later. explain to him and logan literally goes well i don't know what to say yeah, and i'm just kind of like neither do i like and, I was like, and then man and justine's just like well let's go to the fuck? bistro logan uh, yeah and logan's like okay i'm gonna get my dick wet tonight and we're like what is happening <laughs> Logan. And then, wait, but Logan's like, Logan's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And he runs back and he like, you see him scraping at the the, at the, grave. the grave, and he writes, he has hero. carved in hero on the gravestone. It took him like two seconds to get over this, by the way. Yeah, like in two seconds, and he's like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, Doctor Cocteau was actually a hero after all. Every, Cocteau. Co- everything I felt about that guy. 
I'm good now. Like, that part of it was silly to me. Like, basically, they just created a trauma for Logan to have, and then they solved it, like, immediately. And they were like, cool. So it turns apparently, out America Apparently, was the hot right. place to go, though, is the bistro, though. I mean, yeah, like, if you want to take Logan bistro? on a date, just go to a bistro. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you go to France, you got to hit up that bistro. You know the one. That, yeah, the, the bistro. One. I'm sure it will appear in our fan fiction at some point in time. I hope so. So, um, with Logan, you want to rate the episode? Yeah, I mean, originally I was going to get a two out of five, but I'll give it a three out of a five because I think it's like fun to watch. And I, it's, I don't know. Yeah. I, but I, I, agree I, with that. I, I think it's a three. I don't, I don't think it's, it's not, a four it's, or a it's, five by any means. It's just it's, not, it's uh, not deep enough or clever enough for that. Yeah. And it's also not necessary to watch. Yeah. Necessarily. You yeah, know what I mean? mean? Like, I just don't, yeah. I don't know how to feel about this episode <laughs> like i yeah. don't think it's bad or really great to see like altered history in this kind of way where yeah. it's 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 like oh here's history of what happened in nazi germany but luckily the americans were here to save the entire world that part was fucking weird to see it is but fucking it is weird. but it is also kind of weird and scary to relate this episode where they're they have like this military police going around right. and, and enforcing like, oh, curfews right. this is what like shooting an at the people military and right. police occupation does look like and like everything is controlled and, and it's terrifying yeah yeah yeah, and it's like a homeless kid too trying to eat some bread. You know, yeah. it's, it's just uh, it's a lot. Uh, and that part was, again, it gave me like that respect I have for this TV show where they have all these concepts uh, that are still workable today. Yeah, you know, and, and I mean, you can tell like the probably the reason they pick a child here is so that the viewer the child viewer can sort of relate to it and be like, Oh, right. like imagine if I like were an a adult. kid right. and I were on the street and I was just trying to eat. And like, this is something that would be really scary for me. And then obviously you get to have the two superheroes come in. You get to have your Canadian and American forces coming in and having superpowers and like saving you from the Nazis. And that's like very nice. <laughs> it's just like nice to think yeah, about. It's like a nice take but on this. I don't know. It's hard for me to watch it now and not feel like it's bittersweet and just be like, cool like white supremacists have definitely risen to power in the United States of America so maybe we should clean our own house before we celebrate whatever this is but hey this this show came out like 25 years ago so that's they're just predicting the future it's actually because cable came back and he was like hey just gonna let you know that in like 2020 it's gonna be a shit show so stand up for your rights everybody yeah and that's we're what like cable and it's better like right on top of that yeah I mean you know Logan would be out there today he'd be out there okay well you know i think a lot about the protests and who would be out there the x-men and literally all of them yeah like who would not be there i know i think it'd be really cool if we had somebody that was like magneto giving off speeches right now although then i was like but then i was like magneto wouldn't give speeches he would just have ended all the military cops at this point you yeah, know he it's would just like, take away all of their guns that would be really and then shoot helpful them. like that's like <laughs> what he would do magneto wouldn't just take them away he would take them to the extreme at that point you yeah. know yeah that's okay though. Uh. That is. I, I, I was gonna. Well, but see if. It, but then again, if it were Mystique, she, she would be like, "Now time to enforce all the beatings you ever gave to somebody on yourself before we killed you." Which that's okay too. <laughs> that's also fine. <laughs> this is clearly the mood that we're in today. Um, we listen. It, we're we're all fighting this fight with y'all. So like, we're just like tired and mad yeah that's how i said you know like everyone's was asking me how i've been doing this week and i just go angry yeah like do you want do you want me to not be angry like you know i i i'm just angry all the fucking time right now at the, the country and everything and how black people are being treated and you know we're part of the lgbtq community and it's not the exact same type of discrimination but it's not like we haven't f- faced a different kind of discrimination you know what i mean so like true 
fuck people that are like <laughs> that, that that are discriminating and beating people on the streets especially black people stop that shit yeah. now yeah um so anyway uh do we want to do who's gay yeah the Red Skull. Uh, I think Red Skull's the gayest, but I do. I've always thought that Captain America and Wolverine are like really gay together, even was in the it comic because books. You and saw this, this episode as a kid, because I feel like yes. this isn't a ship that I think about really. But this episode is so gay with the two of them. Like, like yeah, but there's there's so much history between Captain America and Wolverine, even in the comic books. Right. Okay, so when we get to X Men Evolution, and I think Wolverine the X Men, we get to revisit these storylines again. Great. It's like one of Marvel's favorite storylines to, to tell. Though. Like, I, I think it'll be fun to see how each iteration of the shows approaches, like the depiction of Nazis, the depiction of Captain America, and like, and so on. I think that'll just continue being interesting and prescient. Unfortunately, like, I agree. And yeah. I was, try- I was trying to consider who is the top and bottom between Captain America and Wolverine. But then I thought, I'm like, well, Wolverine is always the bottom. Yeah, period. pretty much. And I feel like Cap has the confidence to pull it off, and like also be like a really caring top for logan because like i feel like captain america just as a person is compassionate and is like yeah but see like but then but then you think about like bucky and cap are i know bucky the top i kind of feel like bucky's the top i don't know i feel like bucky and logan are very similar in a lot of ways like i do too although can you imagine like all the times that captain america and iron man fuck and so like you know they're naked in bed and like captain america's like hey can you put the iron man arm on and then like while he's coming he's like bucky and tony has to just deal with that every time <laughs> that's really that is a dark fan fiction that you have just composed ryan um, i don't listen i am not in a great headspace this week so just if that's the worst thing that comes out of me like just fine. let it be yeah you're right you're right it is uh so yeah i i think cap is the top in both situations actually i feel like in both situations bucky and logan are the character that like puts on a really tough face but actually just wants to be like consoled and controlled as it were <laughs> like they just want yeah. somebody to tell them what to do and have that be the right thing to do so that's that's how that would go well um, unless captain america is being fucked by red skull in which case captain america is then the bottom because red skull's like i have all the power yeah. i don't know he's probably like I don't know, but he he also tied him and Wolverine up and like had his little sex dungeon there. Yeah, so. I mean, clearly Red Skull is into but some wait, shit. Hold on, I just had a really <laughs> funny image in my head. If Wolverine is Catwoman, does that make Captain America Batman in this scenario? And do we get some fun what? little like? No, yeah. I think yeah, Captain America on. is like more like Superman or something. Like I feel no, like I mean, what well, yeah, compare them? But I'm, fucking I'm, I'm talking all. about this and like if if they had that weird Catwoman Batman chemistry where Wolverine's uh, like. I'm too bad for you, Captain America. And like, like you know, he like to role play. And, and what well, he does, he does like, do like a, I don't want to do. <laughs> like, why are we doing this weird game? Oh, I don't know. I don't. So Steve's like, why do all my friends want to role play sex with me? I don't know why this is a thing. <laughs> oh Steve Rogers, what a character. Um. So anyway, that's who's gay, I guess. Yeah. Should we just go on into the plug section? 
I guess so. This has been a weird week, everybody. I'm exhausted. Maddie's yeah, exhausted. I, we're yeah. all exhausted, and we're all fighting the fight right now. So it's kind of like we are, this, this, and it's gonna this is going to be a loopy episode to revisit for a while. But you know what? Thank you for listening to the show. We're keeping the show weekly because we want y'all to enjoy have it. Yeah, yeah, and enjoy it. And you know, if you like our show, there's so many things you can do to support us. Um, we do reader mail episodes now that are probably like once a month, so you can write into us at the mutant ages at gmail.com that is one way to contact us and write in you can also call us on the phone the telephone yeah and leave us a voicemail to play on our reading mail episodes which is reachable at 1508-319-1668 and if you want you can also send us physical mail mail to our po box which is po box 33 Four four at Natick, Massachusetts zero one seven six zero, and you can find all this over at the right hand panel when you go to themutantages dot com. Yes, you can, and you know what else you can find on the internet is every social media Porn. platform ever, and also pornography. But more importantly, on every social media platform, the mutant ages is there for you. It's there for you to to follow. Um, Facebook, Pinterest, Tumblr, Instagram, we we got them. And uh, we're also individually on a lot of those platforms. For example, on Twitter, I'm at Mitty Myers, and on Instagram, I'm also at Mitty Myers. I'm at Ryan Pagella on Twitter and at Ryan on Instagram. And if you like this show a lot, we have more content for you to consume because you can head right on over to our YouTube channel, which is at The Mutant Ages, in which we post all sorts of fun videos like mashups to the cartoons with episodes from the show. Mm -hmm. Sometimes Maddie and I do parody videos. Sometimes we do throwback theaters where we react to old videos that we made that are still parodies of the X-Men. Yes. And sometimes it's just other fun X-Men content that we put up there. And most importantly... us playing every single video game adaptation of the X-Men. Sometimes to Maddie's dismay. I know. Sometimes the games are terrible. In fact, more often than not, the games are terrible. Yeah, it's just a sad thing that happens to X-Men games but we're having fun and we laugh and we're enjoying them a lot and mm-hmm. you can also follow our adventures on my vlog channel over at ryan pagella if you want to subscribe yes, i think bonus I li- adventures yeah so if you know if you go to the mutant ages youtube channel oh. over on the right it says where else you can find us and there's links to insomniacs in the morning which was our previous oh, podcast yeah. the Mitty myers page and then also my vlog channel so awesome so those are all the other like additional bonus ryan and maddie places that you can find us um but what and- else can you get additional maddie and ryan stuff well I don't know if this is what you were going to say, but I was going to talk about the Patreon, which that is what I was going to say at patreon.com slash the mutant ages. And at this point, if you want even more additional Ryan and Maddie stuff, you will have to start subscribing to that Patreon. But if you can afford to subscribe back to the show, you will be getting some bonus episodes. You'll be getting some behind the scenes stuff. You'll be getting like Ryan's show notes from, from these shows, which are very funny and just all kinds of cool stuff. Like just the fact that there's bonus episodes in and of itself is really cool in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, we got some free videos in there as well. Yeah. And if you support us at our top level, you get a shout out on this show. So our shout outs go to Sword and B, Samuel B, and Ian C, who are Yay! our top tier supporters. Thank you for supporting us. It goes a long way in helping it's us super, move forward. Super does. It's income for us, and it also helps us keep the show going and get stuff for the show. Which more or less, that's where it ends up. Yeah, <laughs> going I mean, for we're us, working hard is, these days. The show's weekly now. We're putting out even yeah. more content for you guys, and, and we're we are a completely fan supported show. 
Yeah, and we really appreciate all of you. And for those of you who can't afford to support us, we totally understand. But something else that you can do that's totally free is review us on Apple Podcasts or Facebook or just tell a friend about the show and just be like, hey, this show is really funny and cool and I like listening to it. And that alone is wonderful and super helpful. Right. And also, if you want to chat with all of us and the Mutant Ages and oh, other yeah, fans of the, the show, Discord. go to our Discord, which is there's a link for that over at the Ages.com. I can't ever read it on here because it's like, you know, it's like discord.com yeah, slash like a bunch of fucking letters. Characters. Yeah. So just and go so, check that out. That. And uh, there you go. I think that's everything. I think we hit it, it is. all. We did. So what episode are we watching next week, Maddie? Uh, let me check. I think it's, <laughs> this is going to be the new thing. I have it written check. down on my notes to ask that every week. So that's a good call because somebody needs to. Okay. So it's called descent. <laughs> Do you remember oh, it's what the that Mr. One is? Sinister one? Yes. The Mr. Sinister, it's Mr. Origin Sinister's episode. origin story. And it's fucking weird, but Great. that's because it's Mr. Sinister. Also, like, I think he's like married to a lady in this, which is also weird to mm, me. Sounds fake to me. Uh, we'll judge fake that news. when we see it. <laughs> <laughs> yep cool well thanks that for wraps listening. it up for this episode we'll see you next time see you next time call me logan when you're done fucking captain america the